0: Hey, this is Brent Ingersoll from King's Church. Thanks so much for tuning in to our podcast. I pray that this message you're about to hear empowers you, encourages you, challenges you, and equips you to live the life that Jesus has for you. Thanks for tuning in. Today is a day where we are culminating a four-week season series seeking uh, of a fresh work of the Holy Spirit. And I know you've been Joining along over the last several weeks, most of you. If you just showed up today, it's your first time back in two years, you've picked a great day to be here. So, uh, if you have a Bible, go ahead and turn to Ephesians chapter 3. I'm just going to look at one text really quick to see a prayer. Uh, But I believe today is an appointed window over our church. It's always a good time to pray, and it's always a good time to ask the Holy Spirit to fill us fresh again, and we can always ask that. But we have had this growing sense over this window of time we're in that God has appointed this moment on the heels of two extraordinarily challenging years for most of us. And most of us, if I could go around at all of our locations and interview you, you would say there's all the pandemic stuff. And then on top of that, we had family issues, relational issues, we lost loved ones, like we just been through a lot of difficulty in the last couple years. And we've had this sense as a leadership in our church that God wants to give an extraordinary dose of his presence on the heels of an extraordinarily challenging and draining time. How many of you know God won't waste a wilderness? And he actually uses these seasons of refinement and breaking and pruning to prepare us to receive more. The Bible tells us God leads us from glory to glory, strength to strength. And I want to tell you today that God has actually appointed a moment, a season for you, where you can receive a fresh work of his presence and be launched into a new season where you bear new fruit, more fruit. You're more like Jesus. And I believe that's what we're going after. So today, we're just very simply. We're not going to do anything crazy, you know, cartwheels or cutting ourselves or any wild weird thing, so just check that at the door. We're just going to simply pray and ask and receive and believe in faith for a fresh deposit of the very presence of God in the Holy Spirit. In just a few minutes, I'm going to invite you to open your hands and your heart and your mouth and to say, God, would you fill me fresh? And I don't know how he's going to choose to do it for you today, uh, some of you already, even as we've worshipped, are feeling him just touch places that you thought were closed off. And you feel something rising in your spirit that he's already working on you. But for some of you, you're going to maybe feel overwhelmed today. And Some of you just might have a soft peace in your heart that just says, I heard you. Now watch and wait for the fruit. Something we've been working really hard over these past few weeks is to try to separate feelings from fruit. We aren't chasing a feeling. We aren't chasing even an experience. We're chasing a someone, and that someone produces fruit in our lives. And so we measure the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, in our homes, and in our church. We measure it by fruit, not by how we felt. So just relax. And trust God is going to show up and he's going to touch your life in a fresh way and send you into a new season. Who doesn't want a little more of the peace of God and the power of God and the life of God and the joy of God and the hope of God and the character of God and the mission of God to take root in your life? I mean, we all want that. So today we're going to pray and we're going to ask and we're going to receive and God will give us a fresh outpouring of his spirit. Why can we ask this? Why would we be so bold to pray something like, God of the universe, come fill Brent Ingersoll with your presence? It sounds a little arrogant, actually, doesn't it? A little obnoxious, a little presumptuous. But we aren't standing here based on our own merit, and we aren't even making the request based on our own idea. We come and we pray these prayers, and we ask God's Spirit to fill us and to rest in us and on us, Because we know, based on the scripture, that it is the desire of the Father, through the work of the Son, to give us his spirit. And so that's why we ask. And we realize humbly, this is actually a humble request, because we realize, apart from the living God at work in us and on us, in power, we cannot live the Christian life. Apart from him we can do? Yeah. But when He fills us, we start to flow and flourish and grow in this life that Jesus promised us. He said, If you remain in me, you will bear much fruit, fruit that remains, imperishable fruit. How many know how fast fruit perishes, especially this time of year? Not the fruit of the Spirit, it's imperishable, it remains. So we ask based on the scripture, based on who we know God to be, based on hunger. I think a lot of us have come to realize that there's nothing more that we need than a fresh work of the Holy Spirit in our lives and in our families. We need renewal. Our hearts have been hardened over the last couple years. We need God to resurge us with joy and we learned the first week of this whole season that there's actually nothing more that God wants to do than give us more of himself. How cool is that? And so we ask today, in confidence, knowing the Father promised that if we ask, He'll give us the Spirit. We already, we already read and declared today, Ezekiel, where God says, I will put a new Spirit in you. I'll put my Spirit in you. We're asking based on the words of Christ. In Luke chapter 11, He says in verse 13, If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Even Peter, the apostle, declared to the early church, he said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will, be, you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So we take the invitation of God seriously. Amen? We believe the word of God's is true. So we ask today, we pray today, and we will receive today. Who? Who is this for? Who's going to pray and who's going to receive? Well, those who are empty. Those who are wounded. Those who are inadequate. Those feeling drained. Those feeling frustrated, limited, cracked, bruised, broken, beat down, tired. Depressed. Anxious. Afraid. Did I, did I cover everyone yet? It's for you. Who else? Those who never knew the baptism of the Holy Spirit was a thing. There's a lot of you in our church that have just stepped into this whole, oh, so we believe in Christ through faith. We're baptized in water. And then the Spirit of God wants to baptize us in his presence. It's for you today. For a lot of us, myself included, we're just going to ask because we want more. Amen? Amen. Just could use more of God in my life. I know when God has more of His presence and power in my life, my life is better. The details and circumstances might not change, but my ability to go through them sure does. So today we pray and we ask and we will receive. So here's here's the, the million-dollar, the infinite question: is this how? How do we pray? How do we pray and ask the Holy Spirit to come and fill us? Well, here's the good news. We actually don't have to create some prayer ourselves. In fact, what we're going to do is we're going to agree with what I believe Jesus is already praying over you. If you have your Bible open, go to Ephesians chapter 3. These are the words of the Apostle Paul. And he is actually in prison at this time. And he's writing from prison to the church that he planted in a city called Ephesus, this church where he showed up, we saw a couple weeks ago, and he asked if they'd received the Holy Spirit. They said, no, we didn't know there was a Holy Spirit. He said, oh, yes, there's a Holy Spirit. And he laid his hands on them, and they all received the Spirit. It's this same church that from prison, Paul writes this prayer. Now, remember, when we read the Scripture, these aren't just the words of a man. We believe that the Scripture, all Scripture is what God breathed that the Spirit actually inspired Paul to write this letter to these believers, and that same Spirit that caused Paul to write those words which we believe are the Word of God, this is true over us today. So let's look at it. Paul says, For this reason, Ephesians 3, starting in verse 14, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its names. Here's the prayer. I pray how wide and long and high and deep is the love of christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the full measure of all the fullness of god now to him who is able to do even more immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work in us To him be the glory in the church and to Christ Jesus and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. All generations forever and ever. Amen. It's according to this prayer that we are going to pray. And I want you to hear before we we, we stand and we ask the Holy Spirit to fill us. I want you to zoom in on this and hear God's prayer for you. Because that's really what this is. It's not very often that you actually get to read what God is praying for you, but we actually know through the Scripture that Jesus intercedes for us. Did you know that? Right now, Jesus Christ is interceding for you. He is contending for you, praying to the Father for you. And we actually get a picture right here of what is on His heart for you. Let's look at it. Three things that I believe... Christ is praying over you today. Look at verse 16 with me. Three things he's praying. Verse 16. He says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may, say it with me, strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. He's praying that out of his glorious riches, He would strengthen us with power through His Spirit. So so He's praying that the Spirit of God would give us power. So it implies a couple things. That one, God is generous out of His glorious riches. This is something that He has the, the surplus ability to do. But it also implies that you are powerless to do certain things, particularly allow Christ to dwell in your heart. Anybody ever had a hard time with faith? Time to be honest in church. And we had a hard time believing and you had a hard time obeying, yes. We actually need the miraculous power of God at work in us just for Christ to be able to dwell in us. And so what the Spirit wants to do, or what God wants to do, is to give us His Spirit to give us the power to actually live the Christian life. It's uh, Philippians says, for it is God who works in you to will and to act according to His good purpose. How many of you have experienced the futility of trying to be like Jesus? Anybody ever tried? Go try. See how it goes. Let me, let me know. We aren't Jesus. Jesus is Jesus. But here's the good news. His spirit actually will dwell in us and make us like Jesus. And so what he wants to do is to give us power. So let me, let me typify. Let me like, craft a prayer like this. Here's prayer number one. Prayer number one. May you receive his power, a power that is immeasurably greater than all of your weakness and brokenness. Come, Holy Spirit. Give us power, power that overcomes, power that sets us free, power that enables us to abide, power that enables us to be faithful, to obey, to be equipped. He wants to fill you and enable you to do what you can't do in your own strength. I don't know about you, but I could use some of that. He wants to overwhelm your weakness with his strength. He wants to enable you to live the Christ life. We. As I've shared over the last week, I think, we, we spent some time as a staff, and then we had a bunch of leaders as well come in and pray to receive a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. And we've heard a lot of cool testimonies from our team. One testimony this past week was uh, Zach from our West location. He was testifying about how God really met him and filled him fresh, but particularly he was measuring some of the fruit, and he said, it's been interesting since that day that we prayed, I have found myself drawn to the word more. And I found myself drawn away from things that just kind of take up space or maybe aren't healthy. And I found myself drawn. And that's what the Spirit wants to do. He wants to enable you. He wants to quicken your spirit. He wants to give you the desire to will and to act according to his good purpose. Oh, that you would receive a fresh filling of his power. I pray today that you would receive a fresh filling of his spirit. And he would give you power that overwhelms your addictions power that overwhelms your anxiety, overwhelms your fear, overwhelms old wounds and hard hearts and broken relationships and distractions and deceptions. I pray that the Spirit of God would break in in such a way that overwhelms your weakness and your brokenness. He wants to give you power. Number two, go back to verse 17, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, watch this, may have power, more power. Again, you getting the idea? God wants to enable you. May have power together with all the Lord's holy people. So, this is something for all of us to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge. Now that sounds like an oxymoron, to know what can't be known. To know this love that surpasses knowing, surpasses knowledge. What's he talking about? Well, the Spirit of God wants to actually enable you to see how much the Father loves you in Christ. The work of the Spirit is actually to open your eyes to see how deep is the love of God in Christ Jesus. One of the ways that you can know the Spirit is working on you is that you start to feel more loved by God. The Holy Spirit wants to give you power to break through all the stuff that keeps you from knowing the love that surpasses knowledge. To break through. We talked about it week one. The world is pushing back, telling, sending you messages that says there is no God and he doesn't care about you. And look at the evidence in your life. If God was there, or if God really cared then, what the Spirit wants to do is break through those things and to convince your tired heart of the unimaginable love of God. He wants to push past your shame and your trauma. And he wants to convince your heart of the deep, deep love of God. I have found that in the times where I've been privileged to pray for people to receive the spirit. And I expect even today as we pray, I will feel this. Uh, One of the the things that I've noticed as I've prayed, I remember even praying over Pastor Dan uh, a couple weeks ago when he came forward and just praying with him immediately. uh, My my spirit just felt the love that God has for him. And I've felt that before ministering to people, just a tiny glimpse of the love that God has for his people. And that's what the spirit wants to do. It wants to convince you that you aren't just loved, you are so loved and you are known. And there is not a hair on your head that he doesn't know and there's nothing about you that he's unaware of and yet he loves you all the same. And so, number two, may he reveal his love to you. Love that is immeasurably greater than all your sin and shame. Right now, I know for sure there's a bunch of things that are that's saying you're disqualified. Or if you come to God, you're going to have to be honest about that. That's the lie, always. I remember the first time I ever was filled with the Holy Spirit. I talked about it. It was 2002. I was so hungry and so ready, I came to that point that it said, I don't care what it costs me or what I have to do, I want more of God. And yet all that whole retreat, that whole few days, I wrestled because I knew, I had this idea that there was all this stuff in my life that I was going to have to pop the hood on in front of everybody and let them look and say, hey, look at all the bad things Brent's done in his past and all those things and so I wrestled for a long time I had a lot of opportunity to go and receive prayer but I pushed it back and pushed it away because I thought that if I got up and I sat down I was going to have to get honest about all my junk like let God and everybody else know but finally I came to this place where I was like you know what I don't care. And I stood up, and I walked forward, and I sat down, and I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll say whatever I have to say. I just want more of God." And here's the crazy thing: that power that gave, that that actually helped me stand up and step forward, and sit down, and ask for to receive the Spirit. As soon as I started to open my mouth and I said, "God, I want more," the Spirit of God fell on me. And it wasn't until years later where I actually remembered the wrestling before that moment. And the shame that I was dealing with and how God just reminded me in that moment, it wasn't about your sin or your shame, that I love you deeper than that. And so what the Spirit wants to do is to convince you of the depth of God's love. He wants to break through into a revelation of, of love that sets you free. You know what happens when you know that you are loved by God? You live life unafraid. And to the degree that you know that you are loved by God will be the degree that you walk in fear or freedom. He wants to bring you into freedom. You don't have to be afraid when you know you're loved by God. This is what Paul was talking about. There's nothing that can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. He wants to give you power to grasp His love. Final thought is this, and we're going to pray. Let's look at it. Verse 18. May, that you may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, he wants to convince your heart that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. If that sounds like a big statement, it's because it is. That's God's desire for you, that you can be filled to the brim with his goodness and godness. How incredible is that? He wants to fill this jar of clay, this broken, busted pot. He wants to fill it with his glory so that this treasure in jars of clay emanates the goodness and glory of God all over the earth. He wants to fill you to the fullness, filled to the brim with the presence of the Holy Spirit, full of joy. Imagine being full of God-level joy, full of peace, full of patience, full of life, full of power, full of meaning, full of purpose, full of adventure, full of vitality, full of all the love that you can handle. Simply put, he wants to give you more of himself. That's what this is all about. When we pray, Holy Spirit, fill me. God, I want more of you. We are inviting the Holy Spirit, God himself, to occupy more space in our lives. And we know that when we do that, we get the joy of knowing him and all of the fruit that comes from his presence. What a gift. So, prayer number three. May you be filled with his presence with life that is immeasurably greater than all of your fear and lack. Who doesn't want that? Now, I don't don't know specifically how God is speaking to you, but I know the invitation is for all of us who belong to Jesus. The gift of the Holy Spirit is our birthright in Christ Jesus, And he does not want you. Let me just speak this prophetically over you, King Church. He does not want us to live a life of constant lack. Yes, God leads us into wilderness. He does. Yes, we go through difficulties and trials. And we go through pain. And we go through pruning. But all of that is unto more. And he wants to give you his presence. And you don't need to be afraid of his presence. You don't need to be afraid. We're just gonna simply ask. I feel like you're ready. I feel like we're there. So why don't, you, um, why don't we stand to our feet? All locations. Come on, Halifax, West, Charlottetown. We're just gonna pray. We're just gonna ask the Holy Spirit to fill us. not going to be hours long. It's not going to be long. We don't even have that much time today. We're just going to humbly and simply ask the Spirit to fill us. And if you can just muster up the hunger and the courage to say, God, I, I, you know who I am. You know all the needs and all the stuff that I've got going on, but I want more of you. If you can pray that, God God will answer. He will answer that prayer. So, I'm going to make us stretch a little bit. I'm going to invite those of you who are ready and you know that God has been preparing you for this and you know He's speaking to you. You have lots of questions, but you know one thing, He's, He's inviting you. I'm going to actually invite you to come forward and just stand uh, here at the front. So, at all locations, come on right up. Our, our campus pastors are coming up. So, come on right up and just come and just open your hands. Come, Holy Spirit. Don't be, don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Fill it right in. There's lots of people coming. Awesome. There's more room. Come on up. Come on right up. Let's just, let's, just start. let's just ask. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Come on, fill right in. All of our locations, people are coming. It's good. If you're at home, if you're watching online, I would encourage you to do something that says I'm, I'm positioning myself for more, a step of seeking. So maybe you are already standing, maybe you need to kneel on the privacy of your own home, whatever that looks like. There's something to be said about putting tactile faith in action. So that's why we're doing, that's why we're moving forward. Even those of you, it's not too late, you can open your hands. So let's open our hands, bow your heads, open your hands. Come Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, come Holy Spirit Alright, I want us all to pray this And repeat after me But mean it in your heart Open your hands Don't, don't close your fists don't, don't put your hands together it's a, it's a sign of like limitation So just open your hands Humble yourself Now say this prayer after me Dear Heavenly Father Through the gift of your Son I receive today the gift of the Holy Spirit. Fill me fresh. Come, Holy Spirit. Now wait, just wait. Come, Holy Spirit. Just open yourself up to him. He's ministering to some of you right now even. Just, you might feel a hand on you. There's some people, some prayer team that are just agreeing with you. Come, Holy Spirit. More, Lord. Just show yourself to us today. You're so good. We love your presence, God. Yeah. (laughs) Come, Holy Spirit. I can see him moving over some of you. Be filled with the power of God today. Holy Spirit, overwhelm brokenness. I had a pang in my heart this morning um, when I was praying and I feel like the Spirit um, wants to heal uh, some, some wounded hearts. So just let him touch, let him just touch wounded hearts today, Holy Spirit. He's healing regret. He's healing disappointment. healing depression. Yeah, come, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, you're good. He's giving somebody the power to forgive an offense. Yeah, bring your power, Lord. Enable us. I I feel like he's wanting to give um, for somebody who's mourning uh, joy. Just supernatural joy in a time that you shouldn't have it. Yeah, it's it's not too late. Just keep keep your heart open. Thank you for your power. Now, Father, Holy Spirit, fill us with your love right now. Show your people how deep is your love for us. Yeah. Just receive the love of Christ. Oh, he loves you. Convince our hearts, God. feel like he's moving past shame for somebody. You think you're disqualified and I see I see the father uh, wrapping his arms around you. And kissing you and putting his robe around you. Just saying you're mine. Just receive the love of the father today in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Oh, you're awesome. Now, Father, fill us with your presence, Holy Spirit. All we can handle. Say more, Lord. We want more of you. Fill us, Lord. Fill us, Lord. receive just receive yeah i feel like he's doing it just receive thank you father thank you holy spirit thank you lord just receive thank you father yeah no one's too young or too old and it's not too late if some of you feel like you missed just say holy spirit fill me too me too me too thank you thank you holy spirit i'm calling on the holy spirit almighty river come and fill me again. i'm calling on the holy spirit almighty river come and fill me again spirit, Know it sing it with me spirit of the living God fall fresh on me. come on all of our locations melt me mold me fill me melt me mold me fill me Your song to him. Oh, we sing a song to you, God. Just lift your voice, just take a step. Yeah, we love you, Jesus. If you sing words, sing whatever comes out of your heart. Yeah, we lift our song to you in this place. Yeah, we love you. Oh, we thank you for your presence. Yeah, we thank you for your presence. Oh, your healing old wounds. Yeah, you're healing old wounds today. Oh, you're making us more like you, Jesus. Thank you for renewing us. Thank you for renewing us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, So good, so good, so good, so good. Father, we thank you for your presence. Just thank Him. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Lord, as your pastor that you've placed, as the shepherd you've placed here, God, I, I just declare over my brothers and sisters be filled with the Holy Spirit. Walk in step with the Spirit. Bear much fruit by the Spirit. May you hear His voice like never before may you quickly see evidence that he has been at work today. Even those of you who don't feel like you feel anything, may you quickly see shifts happen. Lord, we thank you for the fruit of the Spirit. Lord, we thank you that you are doing a new work in your people. And God, we just say that you have declared this a kairos window of opportunity and moment for us to step into greater measure of your Spirit and greater measure of your presence and glory. And so, Lord, I thank you. For this gift in this moment. And yet, God, we set our eyes on the journey ahead with you. So we ask, God, for increased evidence of your spirit. Lord, we as a church just say we want more of your presence in our church. We as parents, come on, agree with me. We as parents say we want more of your presence in our families. We as married couples say, we want more of your presence in our marriage. Uh, We as friends say, we want more of your presence in our relationships. We as business owners and employees say, we want more of your presence in our business. We as citizens in this nation say, we want more of your presence in this nation. So... Lord, we give you permission in this little space called us. Thank you that when we ask, we receive. When we seek, we find. When we knock, the door is open. We thank you, Lord, for the deep healing that's taking place today. And we thank you for the joy of the Lord. You're just so good, God. You're so good. And we thank you, Father. Thank you for the way you're visiting in Halifax and in Charlottetown and on the west side and even people in the comfort of their own home today and here at the valley. Lord, we just sent your presence and we thank you. Seal this moment on our hearts. Let us not be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen.